Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Kells, and we're joining you on <clears throat> March, <laughs> sorry, just kidding, May the 15th, 2023, episode 417, we're going to do a little experiment. I think I'm going to put out three episodes this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're all going to be pre-recorded, they should all be somewhat entertaining and provocative all at the same time, try and cut it down to 20 minutes and not any longer, and we're only going to advertise it on Gab. We'll see how that works. See how that affects the downloads, the uh, algorithms and whatnot. Uh, got a little vacation plan this week and I want to make sure that I leave y'all with something to consider. <clears throat> so in the spirit of a Monday, we're going to, you know, of course, do the McKinney Monday thing. And uh, before we go any further, let me remind you that you can help me help you get the word out. Stand in the gap, hold the line, whatever your favorite tagline is. Yes, you can like, share, and subscribe to this show. You can join me on social medias. Uh, yes, um, Facebook still. I have a group there as well as a page. Uh, I do share on Gab and I occasion me we. If you know of something else that is better or hmm, more conducive to growing, please let me know. And uh, if you're feeling particularly motivated, you can do me the favor. You can rate and review this year's show on your favorite podcast catcher. All right. So for those of you that don't live in McKinney, Texas, let me just let you know that as a non-golfer, I will freely acknowledge that uh, we got kind of a big tournament here. It's called Byron Nelson. It's uh, one of two in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex area, the other one being the Colonial, which historically has taken place in Fort Worth, and uh, the Byron Nelson was in Dallas. But through a series of events, uh, we are hosting Byron Nelson up here in McKinney, Texas. And for whatever it's worth, because I believe in giving credit where credit is due, a certain percentage of that credit needs to go our, to our mayor. And uh, while I am not the biggest fan of George Fuller, he does deserve credit. Well, credit is due. So therefore, George Fuller and the rest of your team that pulled this off, congratulations. It looks like we had a great event again this year. And uh, well, myself, I'm not really sure what the significance is of a guy winning who took a five-year break <laughs> at winning. Uh, good for him. And congratulations. And uh, I guess it was Mr. Jason Day. So why did I bring this up? Well, because when good things happen in your city, you need to celebrate. When good things happen in the county, you need to celebrate. You need to be willing to say, not sure uh, of all the details, but this is a good thing, right? I mean, there's no fault in that. We should be encouraging our city and our communities to work together to pull off nice events that are beneficial to the surrounding area. And we should be able to set our politics aside for a weekend to enjoy a good outing. It would seem to me that it was a no brainer to want to bring that, uh, tournament visit here. Uh, I'm sure that there was some cost. There were some trade-offs, right? The opportunity cost, but at the end of the day, 
I'm hopeful that it was a net positive and a big net positive. And I just can tell you that uh, from what I've heard, it is that. So again, something to celebrate. It's a good thing. All right. Also over the weekend uh, has come to my attention that the primary eyewitness of all things that happened on the uh, fateful Saturday has been outed as somebody that made untruthful statements by the Allen PD. Now I will say I've met this individual, not like we're friends. I think acquaintance might even be a stretch, but I don't hate the guy. I've often referred to him as my favorite Democrat on social media. I will tell you that I wasn't there. I didn't see what happened. I wouldn't be so politically motivated as to start jumping up on my soapbox the moment a camera was put in my face, but that's what this gentleman or guy chose to do. Uh, again, eat to each his own, um, but I think he uh, salted his testimony, right? He, he hurt his testimony by, at the very least, exaggerating events or exaggerated his interaction in these events, but again, I wasn't there. I don't know. I can just go by what the official report says. I do find it interesting that he then tacks into uh, rather than say, well, you know, maybe I misspoke or I exaggerated or, you know, that was a traumatic event and I remembered something wrong. No, no. He used that opportunity to attack the Allen Police Department and apparently the Allen Fire Department. I'm not quite sure where the wisdom is in doing that, but again, to each his own. Look, I'm not going to dunk on the guy. Uh, Plenty of other people have been all over him all weekend and uh, kind of took a bit of a social media timeout, if you will, to some extent over the weekend. And it's, uh, it's looking like rather than being helpful, the guy just completely exaggerated what happened. So far as I can tell, there were two heroes, the security guard that gave up his life and the officer that knocked this guy down. That doesn't mean there weren't a bunch of other people that were heroic that we don't know about. I imagine from what I've understood from talking to people that are familiar with it, there was a whole lot of people that shut the gates to their stores and huddled the people in the back to protect them. So they must have been doing some kind of drill. They must have been doing something in the event that something bad happens, this is what you guys need to do. And again, a little ounce of prevention saved this from potentially being much, much worse. I don't want to get into all the details or the black holes or even the rabbit holes that might exist having to do with this situation. But all I can tell you is from what I understand, there's eight people that died for no good reason Uh, The ninth person is the active shooter that was terminated, rightfully so, saved us a whole lot of money, taxpayers, I should say, and you would think that would be the end of the incident, but I imagine there will be a a lawsuit, probably against the police officer, if not just the uh, entirety of the city, Um, and that would be very sad, but it's likely to happen. People look at tragedy to be a payout. They look at it as a way to cash in. Now, I'm not certain what was going through the uh, 
my favorite Democrat's uh, head when he did what he did. But again, you weren't there. You don't know what happened. You didn't see any of it. So kind of got to be a little forgiving, have a little mercy on the situation. Now, as far as going political and as far as mm, jumping up on that soapbox, mm, yeah, no, that's kind of uncalled for, unnecessary, certainly hurt your testimony. Of course, the wild exaggerations probably hurt your testimony as well, but that's just what the police found. I will tell you that I'm of the mind that whether it's a direct result of this event or this was just a uh, subsequent issue, uh, my favorite Democrat probably needs to seek some counseling. Just my opinion on the matter. Um, Having interacted with him before, I'm sure that he's, uh, I'm, I'm sure that he could benefit from that. And, you know, while you might see that as a slam on him, I mean, I don't see any harm and seeking out a counselor. If you've had a traumatic event, I don't see any harm. If you need help uh, processing things that happen to you, um, if you come out on the side, healthier and smarter, better understanding of what, what's what, so be it. So rather than dunk on the guy, rather than make fun of him, I'm going to just say, hopefully he'll get some help. Hopefully he'll figure out what's what, and that he'll come out of this on the other side better. I mean, the one thing that's not in doubt is his son was there. So again, I I don't I don't want to I don't want to turn this into junk fest. I, I'm sure there's plenty of my friends and allies out there that have already more than handled this over the weekend. And for those of you that were beating up on some people that came out and pat them on the back and told them good job. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe they could have waited 12 hours or 24 hours, but you don't know. I mean, would you really have any reason to doubt somebody that said they went through a tragic event and came out? I mean, is that the world we live in today? Now we don't trust anybody at their word now. Yeah. I know this individual is, uh, hmm, fast and loose with some of the facts, right? But again, who would make something up? exaggerate perhaps. Yeah, I could see that happen. I mean, it's traumatic. You, you know, maybe you remember it wrong, but I just, I don't see what's to be gained. I I think his, his testimony has been destroyed on his own account. That being said, um, fortunately the Texas house or the Texas Senate doesn't seem to uh, find this useful in pushing forward for additional gun control measures. Um, it's not lost on me that there are some members of our Texas house that have ours after their name that look for any excuse to limit Liberty to the very people that they said that they were going to, uh, represent. Most of these people took an oath So at the very least, they're not good Republicans, they're not good constitutionalists, and they're apparently not good Texans or Texians, if you prefer. Those are the people that bother me the most. And, you know, I'm aware that my Texas rep, Mr. Frazier, had the presence of mind to say, hey, you know what, we need to talk to these people, we need to find out what happened here, we need to have these discussions, and we need to be open about it. That's entirely a different thing than coming out and saying, yes, we're going to ban all 
assault rifles or some crazy stuff like that. Well, first of all, you have to be able to define an assault rifle. And second of all, ban it from who and from how. And honestly, if anybody believes that changing the age from 18 to 21 is going to make a what's bit of difference. Uh, yeah, sorry to tell you, but no, no, it's not. If you're 18 and you're an adult, in my humble opinion, every firearm that is legal to possess ought to be able to be purchased by said 18 year old. Now, if you want to deal with the mental health issue, if you if you want to dump into that subject, <laughs> and, and what I mean is it is a deep subject. You would be dumping yourself into that for quite some time. I will just tell you that for every legitimate case of, yeah, perhaps that person needs to be on some kind of restriction or kept away from any weapon, much less firearms, there will be 10 more where they've got things trumped up, dreamed up, and pressed upon them with no legitimate cause and no legitimate reason. And sadly, this is a case where when you institute red flag laws, you need to think about the worst possible scenario because that's more than likely what it's going to be. There was a reason they made that movie, The Minority Report. They were trying to tell you, hey, be careful what you wish for. When you institute an idea of pre-crime, that could be uh, manipulated as well. There is no 100% way to protect people from their own bad behavior. There is evil in the world and it's not going anywhere because we live in a fallen world until Christ comes back on, you know, and (laughs) kicks the beast down and everybody's on their knee. It's not going to make a bit of difference. Tyrants like the disarmed tyrants, like their subjects don't make it any easier for them. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be fooled. Don't give up that last vestige of liberty for the hint or the promise of security. You will get neither. Where does that leave us? That leaves us a a situation where we have great opportunities here in Texas. It's the last best hope for these United States. And how long we stay united? Don't know. Is it still beneficial for Texas to be part of it? Highly doubt it. Is there any reasonable belief that we're going to turn this thing around? Not in my book. And for those of you Christians out there, like me, we need to be very considerate of the idea that, or considering, considerate. We have to keep in consideration. How about that? The idea that we must repent for our own behead behaviors at a national level before we can ever seek revival. We're going to have to repent for all the things that were bad that we tolerated and we went along with that hurt our witness, hurt our ability to function as a Christian nation. And I know there are plenty out there saying, oh, you were never a Christian nation. You know what? Depending on how you define it, you may be right. But when Christianity was at the forefront and directing things, I would imagine that they were just just a wee bit better than they are now. Do you have hypocrites? Sure. Do you have frauds? Sure. Do you have bad ideas? Sure. Do you have false gospels? Absolutely. It's completely unavoidable. But if the people are educated and well-versed on what it is that the Constitution, the Bible, and quite frankly, the laws of the land are, they're less likely to be duped. 
The bigger question is, how do we fix this long term? How do we defend what's left of our liberty? How do we make a stand that makes a difference? For those of you that have been joining me on a regular basis, you know that's what I spend a lot of my time talking about. What can you do? What is an actionable step? What is a what is a battle worth fighting in? What is a principle worth standing on? Each and every person needs to make that decision for themselves. Each and every person needs to be willing to make the ultimate sacrifice for the thing that they believe in most. That's not going to change. That's not going to improve. It's not going to happen on its own, but it will if we, the people, stand up. We, the people, take action. We, the people, seize the opportunity. It's just a question of whether or not there's enough of us left that care enough to do something about it. I believe Texas is that place. I believe that there's plenty of Texans and Tejanos here that still want to keep it special, still want to be part of something good, something great. But right now, it doesn't look like that. Right now, it's very dark. Wednesday's episode, we're going to talk about that. We're going, to, we're going to cycle on to the things that could have, should have been done, what can still be done, and how can we make a difference right here in our own backyard. So if that whets your appetite, if that excites you, if that, if that is of interest, please join me in the next episode, 418, which will be coming to you on Wednesday the 17th. Until then, I will see you on the other side.